This is Partners in Practice, a weekly series dedicated to the evolving field of the advanced practice clinician. Here is your host physician assistant, Lisa DeAndre Linnell. One of the most difficult barriers to addressing Ghana's health needs is the migration of health professionals to richer countries. Skilled personnel end up filling in the gaps for the UK, USA, and other countries. Currently, the majority of care for people living in rural and underserved health areas is provided by medical assistants. With me today is Dr. Emmanuel Teajaze. He is a public health physician specialist and the director of the Kantampo Rural Health Training School in Ghana, Africa. We're going to discuss Ghana's national vision and goal for health. Hi, Dr. Ajaze. Welcome to Partners in Practice. Thank you very much, Lisa. So, Dr. Ajaze, you're a public health physician directing a program that trains students to deliver health care in rural Ghana. Can you tell us a little bit about your medical background and clinical experience? Yes, I trained as a medical doctor by training, yes. I'm qualified in 1988. I was in the Ukraine. And uh, after finishing graduating from medical school, I did come home straight away in 1988 and started my housemanship training right at the first teaching hospital we have in Ghana, that's the Kolebu Teaching Hospital. You know, worked and did all the rotations. And by 1990, I was posted to the Brongahafu region of Ghana. So specifically, Sunyani, that is the regional capital where we have a regional hospital. We now have one of the most modern regional hospitals in the country. But during our time, we worked in the old hospitals. So having gone through the major disciplines in child health, obstetrics and gynecology, surgery, internal medicine, I did move on to Sunyani, as I said, and went through all the rotations, worked in all the departments. Those days, the total number of doctors in the regional hospital serving the whole regional population of close to one million that time, we were just about 10. So you could see the workload. We were running duty on shifts almost every day, you know, as general duty doctors. So after about three years, I was stationed mostly also in the pediatric world because I love pediatrics much. I also provided some community service, you know, those days, ensuring that we have to take care of the community people. So we ran outreach programs to the rural areas. And I also took care of uh, school clinics, primary, secondary schools in the neighborhood. And that's how my interest in public health actually was on earth. I was on duty one day when a pregnant woman was brought in from one of the remotest, you know, parts of the district. You know, it's a cocoa-growing area where Ghana is one of the leading countries that produce cocoa for chocolate. Yes. So as I was saying, in fact, this woman came with uh, obstructed labor and we have to really save lives. But the attitude of some of the health workers then was something that really, really shocked me because we started blaming why she came in so late and so late and all that things. After that time, I also did not understand really the population dynamics, the social setup, until I was exposed to these things. And I was really touched, particularly when I started making visits to the communities, looking at their living conditions, where they work, and even access roads to their place. And then I appreciated, you know, and really challenged me to really take up public health, health systems, to really see how we will be able to at least make sure that the rural folks in particular, the marginalized population groups, 
such locations have access to at least a suitably well-trained and motivated health worker. So, yes, um, by 94, I was then made the district director of health services for the entire Sunyani district. And then, in two years' time, moved to the Royal Tropical Institute in Amsterdam to do my master's in public health. You know, came back and uh, ran the system, became a national resource person in many programs. And then did other courses in John Hopkins University, Baltimore, and Duke University in later years, as well as the Institute of Education, University of London. So by 2000, there was a first need that, yes, I need to move to Kitampo, particularly the Rural Health Training School, to reshape the place. And I willingly accepted the posting and also doubled up as the district director for seven years. So... Uh, I held these two positions until 2007, when, as the school was growing bigger and bigger, I decided that, yes, let me now concentrate on building up the school and move it to a university status. So I think, Lisa, this is exactly as you call me. This is my brave educational background, and since then have participated in many, many international workshops and, and gained some experience. So... As a medical educator, had some basic training in all fields, including in medical education and curriculum development. Well, you definitely have the training and experience, and you're walking the walk, and you are personally shaping the healthcare system in Ghana today. And so, Dr. Ajazi, what are some of the most common medical issues that are facing Ghana today? This is in the tropics. We have all kinds of tropical diseases, but Malaria is most common. It forms about 40-45% of the daily OPD attendance. So it's a problem. So we have communicable and non-communicable diseases. The communicable certainly is much more, but non-communicable diseases are also emerging. So if you talk about hypertension, diabetes, sickle cell, and other conditions, we have them. But with our strong public health programs, certainly the vaccine preventable diseases like childhood conditions, measles, which in the 80s, I mean, contributed highly to infant and child mortality, we've made a lot of progress now because EPI program has succeeded in bringing some of these childhood deaths um, down considerably. You know, so, yes, road traffic accident is also a major cause of worry. And you remember, we keep talking about it and we're looking at ways and means of at least getting partners to support us draw a good curriculum to be able to, again, train middle-level graduates at least in trauma care. And I think if we get that support, we should be able to also do something in that area. So I think the disease burden is not too different from any uh, most countries that we have most of the tropical disease, including some of these communicable diseases and uh, non-communicable diseases, uh, as you see in the Western world. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Partners in Practice on ReachMD XM 160, the channel for medical professionals. I'm PA Lisa DeAndre Linnell, and I'm speaking with Dr. Emmanuel Teajaze, director of the Contampo Rural Health Training School in Ghana, Africa. And we're discussing Ghana's national vision and goal for health. Well, Ghana has one of the lowest HIV rates in Africa. Why do you think that is? We made conscious effort to really, really engage the public. And as I said, it has to do with the structure and the public health programs that we have on the ground. 
So initially it went up. We have districts and regional differences. But as you know, the national average is low now, about 2.7 thereof. Uh, it kept coming down. It stabilized a bit now. But it has to do with conscious efforts to really educate the public, promote healthy lifestyles, and of course intervene where it is necessary. So governments have put up sentinel sites, treatment centers, VCT centers. The public are well educated, they are counseled, and uh, we hope that if we continue this way. So as you said earlier, there's a brain drain problem in Ghana, and you know a lot of the uh, trained physicians are leaving and going to other countries. That workforce issue has been filled with medical assistance. And you're the director of Contampo Rural Health Training School, where the only training school for medical assistance. Tell us a little bit about your school. Yes, uh, Lisa, as I said, Contampo Rural Health Training School started as a an institution that took the trouble to train professional nurses as health center superintendents to provide clinical care, you know, particularly in areas where we do not have the doctors, right? And this was mandated by the ministry need to get some level of health workers who will be able to step in where services are needed. So as far back as 1969, this training was formalized. And then with small numbers. And over the years, this expanded in terms of number of applicants and programs. So over the years, from an initial small number of 15, 16, today we have in numbers close to 200. That is only for the medical assistant program. In the 70s, we had about three programs. Later on, in the 80s, 90s, to about four programs. Today, we are having 11 different programs. So these are, we can say, about 11 schools in one. So the true name of the school now is a whole college because we have different, different programs. So from the medical assistant, we have the disease control and surveillance officers, nutrition officers, health information officers. We have dental assistants. And we also have medical laboratory, you know, technicians together with the specialization programs in mental health that we are introducing. So this is how we're able to build on on the program. And as I said, our wish is that, yes, we'll affiliate and get partners to Nature S so that we move the program from certificate, diploma, advanced diploma levels to degree and beyond. So... This is where we are now. The school population, which was some under 100 in the 70s, 80s, is close to 1,500 now. I was given the opportunity to visit your school just a couple months ago when I spoke at the 4th Ghana International Seminar, and I was so impressed. Your students are amazing. They're engaged. They're hardworking. Your motto of educating for service is not just what you say. It's what you and what they do. It's amazing. You've done a great job there. Well, how many MAs have you graduated and what has their impact been on the healthcare landscape in Ghana? And more specifically, how has it helped reach the nation's vision and goal for health in Ghana? Let's get back to the national vision and goal for health in Ghana. And let me quote, this national vision is to create wealth through health and to contribute to the national vision of attaining middle-income status by 2015. So ultimately, the goal for health is to ensure a healthy and productive population that reproduces itself safely. So with this national vision and goal for health, 
we are poised to really train the health workforce to be able to meet that goal. And over the years, we've lived up to this mandate to be able to produce or train this middle-level health workforce that will contribute to the teamwork in attaining this vision and goal. So, as I said, we have various programs, but the role of the medical assistant and the numbers had really, really been impressive in the years. From a total intake of about 15, 16, as I said, through to about 150 in recent times, the total number of MAs is about 800 now. And while we ask 40 years of training, why that low numbers? But as I explained earlier on, the whole annual output will just be about 30. And now most of them are also on retirement. So now with the system we've put in place, if you are able to turn out about 200 per annum and nature other institutions, because as I speak now, some private universities have started training the PA analog. You know, so if many more schools come on board, then we're hoping that in the next five years, we should be able to double the number now. And the MA certainly play the role of a physician in areas where we have difficulty in getting doctors to. They also work in district hospitals where they work with the doctors. So, yes, they've been playing a vital role because if it were not to be the MAs, certainly access to healthcare in most parts of the country will certainly be very, very difficult. We have some island areas on the Volta Lake, and we have MAs there providing services, you know, and that gladdens your heart because they manage all sorts of conditions. Those that are beyond them, certainly they rehabilitate or they stabilize such patients, and they quickly refer to the nearest district hospital. So, yes, there's no single district in Ghana that you will not find an MA, and I think that is very heartwarming. Well, it's very exciting, and it's an absolutely amazing program, and it's changing the lives of people in Ghana every day. I thank you personally for allowing me to be a part of it and you showing me what you're doing there, and I'm touched and changed forever. And if any of our listeners are interested in getting involved and finding out more they can go to our website at reachmd.com and there'll be a link there to the picture of all of us at the center of the universe in Ghana, along with many others and links to the school and information about Dr. Ajaze. Dr. Ajaze Manazipa, and thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Partners in Practice on ReachMD XM160. You can download this program and any other program in our library at reachmd.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for listening.